pants. What's up, Zach? How's, How's the going, weekend man? been? Oh, How's it? It's been a long week. It's been a long week. We've done so many of these. I, I can't even remember what episode we're on, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's been a lot. And we've been doing a bunch of the touching bases, too. Yeah. It's just just full-time podcasting. It's it almost kind of feels like. At least, at least half-time. Yeah, part-time half-time. podcasting. Part-time. We're, we're part-time here a lot. full-time. Yeah, we're here a lot doing this. <clears throat> it's, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks to you listeners for being here with us oh, yeah. for most of it. I truly appreciate it. You guys have really... Uh, Showing us the love. I was I was gonna look to make sure where we're uh, where we're at on episodes. So we are on episode eight. Dang, yeah, getting there. Yeah, and uh, you guys didn't so much like the Bama switcheroo, which is fine. Yeah, this is a sports one. When we said it was, yeah, a we, sports we one. split them up. We, uh, we've had a couple people like it split up. A couple mm-hmm. people don't really like it split up. But I, I mean, was, I got the call I got today. Yeah, before we recorded uh, just a minute ago. Yep. Uh, was that they like the split up. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It kind of gives people a idea on what they want to listen to. And we also know we're, we're putting a lot of content out there. So I can I can always tell you guys are catching up Yeah, on both sides of it. Yep. And we know you guys like the other podcast quite a bit, which is fine. It's easy listening. But then when you guys don't get episodes of that, we can tell when you're <laughs> when you're listening to the useless assumptions because yeah. it's a big uptick. I mean, you got to listen to our beautiful voices. So, yeah, we're... You know, <clears throat> Not only our beautiful voices, but we're about to go get beautified by Mr. Jose Nuno. Oh, yeah. Too. There we go. So we're going to get right into it today. Uh, we're going to have a little sports involved just because they're, we didn't have time to do two podcasts this week because yeah. we have the touching bases coming out. And So Shohai Otani uh, just signed a huge deal with the Dodgers. Um, he's going to defer. He's 700 gonna, million. 700 million. Over 10 years, I think is what it was. Yep. Uh, which is $70 million a year. He's going to try to defer $68 million of that to the back end of the Kind of like the, contract. who's the Mets player, Benilla, or uh, every June 2nd or something. It's mm-hmm. like Bobby Bobby Benilla Day. Yeah. He gets paid like $1.3 million from the Mets every right. June still June 1st yeah. or whatever day it is. I don't even remember, but sometime in the middle of summer. So he's, he's going to try to defer $68 million of each year and only get paid $2 million annually uh, to open up payroll for the Dodgers. Now, there get, there's been some people that have come out and said, hey, it's going to go against luxury tax rules and things like that. But I say, I'm okay with that. I thought there that. was no luxury tax or There's always been luxury tax, but there's no salary cap. Oh, so they just have to pay the extra teams money. Just, the pe- the teams just whatever pay they the want to pay. Tax. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's luxury tax in every sport. Yeah, but I mean. There's just salary caps. There's in other salary sports, caps in the other Which sports. makes it a little more difficult. So if the Dodgers want to pay, this luxury tax is going to come down on them. Um. They're going to have to, but they may do it. That'd be my guess. I mean, if they have to pay it, they're going to pay it. They're going to try if, not to pay it. If the player is willing to defer it. That's crazy. And he's oh, already, he's already made a shit ton of money. And in all, in all honesty, he's just setting himself up. Because yeah. he, he's betting on him. He, he's not even betting on himself. All he's doing is saying, and we had a touching base podcast that came out today with a financial advisor. Like he's just setting himself up for the future right here. Oh, for sure. $2 million. He, he just can live sure off. He doesn't run out of money. Yeah. He can, he can live off $2 million. He's going to get $680 million from 2034 to 2043. Yep. Like he's just like, yeah, I'll be fine. Yep. I'll figure it out. I, I'm for it. <laughs> I think it's bad. I think it's awesome. I think more players need to do this a little bit more, uh, be a little bit smarter with your money. 
uh, not just burn it on whatever it is, sharks and that type of stuff. <laughs> Tiger King. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of football players that have lost a lot. Of, I mean, they had sharks. Not just football players. Basketball players uh, too. Gilbert Arenas so, had a shark, didn't he? I think so. But there's so there's so <laughs> many. It's the ones that now have podcasts. <laughs> Are the ones that uh, that one of them that we're going to be talking about in a little bit, old yeah. Mister Draymond himself. Yeah, <laughs> well, we talked about like Patrick Beverly. Like, yeah, he, you know, he probably wasted some of his money. Would be my guess. You know, I don't know. I just wanted to touch on that because I, I thought it was a really cool idea. Uh, you don't see it too often. Trying to defer a huge, huge contract. Well, I mean, he's basically return uh, deferring eighty percent of his eighty percent of his deal he just signed. He's yep. deferring. Yep. I think it's a really cool idea. So we'll move on. Uh, Vance, you want to get on this one? Yeah, during the in-season tournament, the finals, the Lakers played the Pelicans. Um, I didn't watch it. I, I did see they got uh, that the final score of the Lakers, or not final score, but I did see the Lakers pretty well handled the New, York, New Orleans Pelicans. And after the game, Chuck and Charles went in pretty heavy on Zion uh, about his conditioning his size it's kind of been a big thing since he's been in the league really i do i do like that they they do that a lot more they did it to um we talked about this the one time with the the wheelchair meme with uh anthony davis oh yeah he got hit and the they, they kind of went in on wheeled him. Him yeah. Off. Yeah. yeah and i i appreciate that because they i i mean and Shaq was a Shaq wasn't great on his uh, personal fitness during the games and that's kind of what him and kobe's beefs 100 were about back in the day uh, and so he has, I mean, he's speaking from a, from a point of knowing like you're not putting the work in that you really but should he was be winning putting championships, but he would, he was winning championships. So it makes a big difference. And they were like tied for scoring leader. And he was the baddest man on the planet. I mean, he was just a, the diesel unstoppable <laughs> diesel Shaq. <laughs> Google me, Google me, Chuck. Google me. <laughs> Google me, Chuck. <laughs> That's still my favorite. I that know, is my I absolute know, favorite TNT one ever. Google me, Chuck. Right. But anyway, they kind of went into it. Uh, and it's it's since been picked up by the purple hairs and, you know, the feminist movement and, you know, the real strong-willed people in this world, obviously. But And I'm saying that facetiously. But uh, talking about fat shaming, body mm-hmm. shaming, um, on my opinion, I I really don't care. He's a professional athlete. He's paid for his body to be in elite performance Millions. conditions. Millions of dollars. I, Millions. I don't give a shit about your feelings when you get paid that money. You get paid that money to have your feelings hurt, to be criticized, to be... In the limelight. Yeah, you're, you're there. And if you're not... We all know the Zion at his peak performance... Domination is insane. Domination. So if you're not performing to the level you should be performing at, you deserve every bit of criticism. I don't care if somebody calls you fat. I don't care if somebody says you look like you're out of shape. I don't care. It, it makes no sense. To, it, it means no matter to me. And and if it matters to you, you're soft and you're not a man. And I do want you to know, um, this is going to go back. So we, we just got done with it with the, a touching base podcast. And we talked about Sean Baker on there. And during that same episode, you brought up the blue hairs and the purple hairs and whatever, the fat shaming people. And he brought up that there are YouTubers and TikTokers that are getting paid by these um, 
companies to eat their food and produce like and to make them look that way to make them look that way yeah 100%. highly processed the it's not healthy for you no but they're it's getting easy. paid to make it with they're they're basically getting paid to tell you oh it's fat shaming it's whatever you can't you can't talk shit on me that I ate 27 cheeseburgers I'm so bold and beautiful Lizzo she's the most beautiful person on the planet yeah nah <laughs> you can take that shit out the door yeah fine with that I just yeah, thought I'm that, go I found that fat interesting shame. that they're paying these it's it's like a sponsorship. They're paying them yeah. to eat to their to death. eat just junk. Just kill yourself. Gluttony. It's yeah. it's glut one of the seven deadly sins. And these gluttony. and these highly processed food companies are in bed with who? Uh the government? I the don't government the medication. Oh the, the medication. Oh the, yeah, Pfizer. Pharmaceutical yeah. companies. Let's get you to a point where you need the medications. Yeah. We're gonna make you unhealthy and then you can take a pill to gonna, yeah. maybe not be unhealthy, but be unhealthy another way. Get you on both ends. And then you're gonna get another pill for what we just did to you with this pill. Right. Yeah, I could see that. That's crazy. <clears throat> well, anyway, now we were talking about that. And so they went in on them and the next day, uh Stephen A on first take, uh, he kind of said uh He's he got he. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and quote Stephen A. He goes, "I said that Zion Williamson looked fat. I meant it. I'm not stuttering. Zion Wilson, Wilson, Williamson. If you're listening, you're welcome. And I'm I'm loving Stephen A. More and more yeah, lately. He's doing he's doing some bold stuff. He's doing some good stuff. And I'm I, he thought he was bold before by trying to be like the he was champion cal- of whatever the woke the, the woke yeah. ink. It he learned like. real quick. It seems like he's starting to realize, hey, this, this just this is not. Stop with the fat. Who I don't give a shit about the fat shaming. I don't kid it. I, fuck your feelings. Pardon my French, but I think it's about that time. It's useless assumptions. Yeah. he's used to touching base. We yeah. try not to swear in there. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Here. <laughs> Facts don't care about your feelings, <laughs> and that's where I'm seeing more and more of that about Stephen A. In the last. I'm going to say a few weeks really. And yeah. it's, it's picking up for me and I'm, I'm really appreciating it. He still says stuff that drives me crazy at the times. The man went but on Clay Travis. Yeah. It's, that's it, a big step for that's him. That's a big step. In, in, in my opinion. Absolutely. And maybe Clay was the only one that would have him. <laughs> maybe. Knows? You know, well, you know, but at least, at least Clay took the step. Yeah. Hey, maybe Stephen A reached out to him and be like, Hey, be cool if we could collaborate a little bit and, and do some. And that was a really good conversation between the it two. Was. Actually, it was. we were, we had a clip ready, but, we decided not to do it, but yeah, maybe we, we should have. The time passed. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this stuff we find out uh, on when we're doing this podcast, we'll <clears throat> we'll be doing our rundowns and everything and obviously doing once a week or whatever. We kind of miss our window. Yeah, we, we send we, like, like like 30 messages to each other, and then we go yeah. back through them before we do the podcast. It's like, oh, that's gone. We'll do it the ne- or that's we'll gone. do it next week, and yeah. then we're on the next week's like, Nah, it, yeah. at this point, let's just let it go. Yeah. We'll deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and we're we're kind of expecting a lot of our listeners and kind of where we started this is we're hoping they're doing a little more looking at this stuff too. So we're hoping you guys are looking at some of the same stuff we're looking Hopefully. at to yeah. see it and doing a little bit of your own research on stuff. Hopefully. Anything else you want to add to that at all? No, I just, I just kind of wanted to bring that up that uh, I just got, I got really frustrated when I heard some sportscasters talk about body shaming and fat shaming of a professional athlete. It just, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, you're paid for that. Yeah, exactly. And you have the best, like, dietitians, medical staff. Uh, everything. You have everything facilities. at your disposal. Every day. Like, and you're paid to do that's it. That's all you're yeah. paid to do. Anyway. 
I digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vance, here's, here's another one you wanted to discuss. Yeah. Uh, I know you didn't see the game last night. Uh, nope. uh, the Golden State Warriors were playing the Phoenix Suns. Draymond Green was being guarded, but Joseph Nurkic and just turned around and gave Mole a spinning backhand just right to the face. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let Zach play this because he hasn't seen, I haven't it, seen yet. it yet. Uh, it's not, you're not going to get a lot of it on the podcast. It's mostly just a video, but then you'll gonna, hear the announcers. Though. You'll hear the announcers, and then we're going to get into some of the post game comments and yep. everything that was said. So I'm going to play this, and then we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. Field just picked up his third foul. And now Green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul. And they're going to take a look at this. Just. I used to like the guy, too. Ooh, and it was. Well, okay, gonna be- so I'm going to pause it there. So. I used to actually like Draymond and the Warriors. I thought he was edgy. I thought he was whatever. And then obviously kicking people in the nuts and fouling hard and doing some dumb shit. The swing. That's unexcusable right there. Very unexcusable. I could see. I'm just going to. I could see if it was the hand that was already out. Yeah. Already out. It's like in basketball, if you're being guarded by somebody, you're going to put your, your hand closest to the person. Probably on them somewhere around. You're gonna feel their body. You're yeah, gonna you're hold gonna, them. You're off. gonna feel them, hold them off. And if you go to turn, you might catch them with that hand. Yeah. This was a full on swing with the other arm. Yeah. You went basically a whole 180, 100 round all around and just smoked him. Uh, I'm on the opposite side of you. I've always think Dre and I, this is my chance to go in on Draymond because I hate Draymond. <laughs> I think Draymond is the most overrated basketball player of all time. I think he's garbage. He is not every what everybody says he is. He has a lot of assists, but 90% of his assists are just handing the ball off to somebody like Steph. To people who can score. To, Clay, well, no. Clay and Steph. Yeah, just, just hands the ball from, to him, and they shoot from 40 feet yeah. out. It's like, just stop stop with that shit. You're not that good. And player, and it, it drove me crazy because all early on, it was clear and it's still clear he literally can't score the fucking basketball. Stop fucking guarding him unless he's at the rim. He's the worst in his Let him shoot. He can rebound. He can. If if he's at the three point line, wave him off like Caitlin Clark did to that South Carolina player last year in the NCAA tournament. I'm glad you brought her up. I wanted to bring her up too because she advocated. This is going to be a whole tangent okay, here. That's fine. I saw a video. She was driving the lane on, I don't know what game it was, but. Just recently, yeah, and and she had clear path, wasn't really a foul of any kind that I saw. She and she made the basket. She's like she got to the hoop, and they call the foul, but she didn't really get hit. And she turned to the ref and said, "Don't call that! Don't call that!" Really, I I respect that. I respect the fuck out of that. I fucking hate Iowa, but I respect that. I used to do that at noon ball all the time. Yeah, there's like, no don't call that. like yeah, don't don't call that. It's and that's what kind of what we've always done. That's kind of a, a gentleman's game of playing yeah. uh call your own foul. Like sometimes it gets a little heated and we're like, it does. Motherfucker, you ain't gonna call that, and then somebody's not gonna call it, and then other times it's like, nah, we're just put your pink on me, dude. Like, just, just you, let you it don't go. need to call that foul. Yeah, just let it go. We're gonna we're fine. I missed yeah. it. I should still should have made it. Yeah, you maybe got me, but yeah. I don't care. I, just, I, I respect it. the hell out of Kate Yeah, that's Clark. that's badass. Yeah. But I, I've always, I digress. I, I, yeah, the Draymond thing. Yeah. I, I, I hate him. I'm a, I'm a Draymond. He's a I don't hate him. He, he cries for fouls a lot. He's, I'm a hater. Uh, I think he's overrated. Flails his arms a lot. 
Absolutely. When he's trying to go to the basket. Plays dirty. Hits people all the time. Uh, and we're going on like, we're going on two years. It's because this all started. So remember last year, he knocked his own teammate out yeah. in practice. Uh, there's something wrong here. And and, and that's kind of why you haven't seen this either. This he's is another one of those podcast guys. This is Stephen A. <laughs> this, uh, what we're going to play for you. I know this goes back into what I've been loving to hear out of Stephen A. Um, and before we play this, I want to talk. So after the after the game, the post game conference for uh, press conference for Draymond Green was, uh, I feel really bad and I apologize to Joseph. I had no intention of hitting him. He had one hundred percent intention of hitting him. Here's my thing: if you get ejected from a game, I don't feel you should be able to be interviewed afterwards. Uh, I I dis I disagree. You got to so, ask somebody about it. Why? Why did you do what you did? I yeah, I mean, you're paid for that. You got to be held yeah, accountable for what you did. I don't have. But a, they're I, never going to give it. An, they're never going to give an answer. But he, true. He said he had no intention of hitting him. I, we watched this video. We you just guys talked have to about. Go. I just said he yeah. swung his whole yeah. other arm. Like it was literally a punch. You guys need to see this video. There's no way you can explain that that was an accident. Um, so he said that, and in Joseph's post game, he he just said uh, he doesn't know what's going on with Draymond, and this has been going on since last year. Um, and so, so there's when I saw this video, this was obviously this morning. So Stephen A didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen. I this morning said this dude needs to be out of the league. He's done. This is too many times. Get over it. And I'm going to get m- more into that after what Stephen says. Um, but we're going to go ahead and play what Stephen said on first take this morning. Uh, and I, I think it meant a lot. They are going to bring the hammer down. And I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this. And I hope Draymond is watching this. The worst thing that could have possibly happened, believe it or not, to Draymond Green was that sound from Nurkic. When a player Mm -hmm. sits there and says, quote, I don't know what's wrong with him. Oof. They're trying to imply you have a problem. And there's nobody in a position to disagree with Nurkic. He's the one that got hit. (laughs) I was going to say, I... I don't think he's implying. I think he truly means it. no dude's mentally. Ill. He's got a mental problem. Yeah. The dude has got a problem. He knocked yeah. his own teammate out right. in practice. Yeah. Like the dude's a clown. Yeah. In my opinion, the guy's, a, he's a fucking clown. Yeah. It, he sat up there and joked. I'm glad he didn't choke me. <laughs> now to me personally, it makes me uncomfortable to hear stuff like that. Because you're talking about anger management issues and you're saying, I'm glad he didn't choke me. And then you're saying that's not a part of the game. And you say, I don't know what's wrong with him. Unfortunately, on this particular day, I can't imagine a soul that's in a position to protect Draymond Green. Yeah, it- 100%. And when he when he said they're gonna bring the hammer down, and my the first thing that went through my mind is you remember when so Jaw Jaws had his couple gun flashing incidents on Instagram Lab, which I still think is bullshit. Or what you think it's good that he got suspended? Or I just don't think you need to be doing that as a NBA player. Like have some security. You 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 don't need to be carrying a gun. I I, I get what you're saying. But me. So you go then. Then you. Then I, you say I, understand, I understand what you're saying. Um, Don't be a plexical burst and shoot yourself in the leg. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. I got you on that. 
I'm also on the side of I'm a Second Amendment enthusiast. I'm what 100 completely I think agree. He could have a gun. Carry a gun if you want. I'm just saying, in as being in the position you're in, you don't need to be carrying it. I just, he had security. I, he doesn't have to, but he, I think it's well within his right to carry it. That's my personal opinion. So I can't blame him for that. Yeah. I, I mean, am I? You get where I'm coming from I a do little get, bit. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. And I think he was being stupid by flat. He was, he was doing the whole like uh, gangster life type shit. Exactly. And maybe that. That's and the that's problem. the issue is you, you're glorifying. Carry the gun it. all you want. Just don't. Yeah. yeah. But carry it and show. Let me ask have you this. Your, what example does that show? Branded or in the inner cities where, where, where there is problems with guns, being stupid with guns. Yeah, doing, doing, doing the dumb shit. What does that show to the other young that kids? That they can do the same shit. Well. That, that's I get all I'm that. getting at. But carry, carry okay. all you want, but carry and show proper gun etiquette with yes. it. Yes. That I'm okay. I'm, Don't I'm go with you. Glock, Glock, bang, bang in the club. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm 100% on that. I get you what you're saying there. I'm just saying don't. Don't blame him just for having a fucking gun. That's where I'm not at. blaming him for that. I'm just saying he doesn't have to. <clears throat> he doesn't. I'm have just saying to. he doesn't have to have his have his security staff carry him all they want. I would prefer he had a gun and he explained how to carry a gun. There you go. Exactly. And be a responsible. So we're on the same order. page. And we're on the same page. My point was, I don't think he should have been suspended for as long as he was. If they're not going to give him, he's been suspended three times this year. Yeah. They're 20 games into the season. Yeah, actual, actual, not, actual, physical, been, actual physical yeah. violence. He's not been suspended. He's been kicked out of not th- actual violence, just showing yeah. violence. Whatever. He's been kicked out of three, ejected from three games in 20 games. Yeah. That's a problem. And at some point, uh, Adam Silver's got a. How does that work? I thought I thought there was like a like a technical foul ejection ban thing. Does that not work with suspensions or? It doesn't work for ejections on. So the the technicals are different than flagrants. Mm, okay. They don't count the same. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he's been out, and so my point was this dude. I think he needs to be kicked out of the league. Done. I'm over. I'm done with it. But I'm a hater. I know. I'll never. That my mind will never change on Jamar. Repeat Draymond. offender. Repeat offender. It's and he didn't really or get, show show some mental health things. Go get him help. Make him be yeah. out for the season. They didn't really the deal the with the shit. They had to go. play. Him and his teammate played on the fucking team yeah. for a whole season. Like they didn't fix that shit. Who would, uh the fuck was his pool? Yeah, Jordan Pool. Yeah, they went no the longer whole, there, but yeah, they went the whole season yeah. and didn't didn't rectify the situation. Like, no. and so I mean, this has been this has been building, and uh, it did come out uh, while we we're recording our other podcast earlier tonight that uh, he has been suspended indefinitely. So we'll see how that turns out. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> uh, it, that uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> this makes me happy. I love this segment. <laughs> I'm giddy. I'm a child in a candy factory right now. Uh, we'll see what happens. It could change. Obviously, a lot of appeals, the player association, everything will get involved in it, and it may change. But I hope they take a right stand now, and don't. I hope yeah. they take a stand and, and don't even back him. I, I, the way I kind of, I was looking at it is Adam Silver's got to kind of make a, make a statement because if he keeps allowing Draymond to repeat doing the shit he's doing, 
at one point, it's going to get worse. And yeah. he's going to do some shit that's going to create a brawl. And it's a woke league. How do you stand behind violence? Yeah, exactly. Goes back to the gun. If, if you're not going to, if you're not going to stand for that violence, the gu- I'm quotes, just showing a gun violence. Yeah. Then don't stand for actual violence in your league. Yeah. And and make him a fucking martyr. Exactly. I'm I'm 100 on your side on that. And then the the only other thing, like yeah, I said, my point is like eventually he's gonna step too far, and the other team it's gonna become a full. T- it's gonna be another malice of the palace. They're gonna have a skate on the neck. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that happening in the NBA. Might pull a blade out of his pants. No, No, I hope not. But anyway, that ain't gonna happen. But no. All right, next. uh, This is the last sports thing, I think. So uh, we apologize. Yeah, but it's not. No, it's not. We're not talking. We're just talking about news and sports. Not. Yeah, this is the second to last sports thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got one more after this. It's not all sports though. Uh, No, it's one piece of it. Is one person. No, the next one. The next one is. No, this one. I said after there. this one. Oh, after this after one, I this got one. one more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one. Uh, <laughs> this happened. La, not not the la, not this last weekend, but the weekend before. Who this? I don't even remember who this Seattle was played. Twelve one. So yeah, so Seattle played somebody, and old Jamal Adams was getting torched, and so. A reporter uh, re- reposted a video of him on X getting burnt like Jamal Adams does. That's kind of his M.O. And all he said was, yikes. Well, Jamal Adams went and reposted a picture of this reporter and his wife and went, yikes. So bringing another man's <clears throat> wife into it, which I believe is it's across. This goes back to the old mafia codes. Code. We don't, you, we don't kill women. We don't kill children. Same thing. We don't talk about had, women. We don't yeah. talk about children. And she had nothing to do with it. I mean, if you had a problem with the reporter, that's fine. Go deal with the him. reporter. Deal with him. Him only. You got, you got to deal with that. You don't bring another man's wife into it. She didn't do anything. Nope. And really, she's not that bad looking. I, I, the video or the picture of her wasn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter either doesn't way. doesn't matter. Uh, and then, so he kind of could even be a purple haired whatever, and I still yeah. would think this is yeah. It's wrong. it's too far. You can't mm-hmm. say stuff like that about somebody's wife when they didn't caught. They didn't do anything to you. Nothing. Um. So Jamal Adams put out a post. He goes, "I ain't doubling down on or." Uh, I, he must have said something, and a guy says, "This man's doubling down on it." Shaking my head. And Jamal Adams says, I ain't doubling down on nothing. I stand 10 toes with it, which means I don't jump. Uh, bro made a hell of a adjustment on the ball last night. Many play salute. It's the NFL hashtag prez. And I just love this because they took a screenshot of uh, the community notes. And the community notes on X says, he, in fact, did not stand 10 toes down as he deleted his original tweet attacking a reporter's wife for her looks. <laughs> and I absolutely, I I laughed so hard when I heard that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get into this little clip. Uh, we're gonna listen to Jason Whitlock and Warren Sapp, and Warren Sapp's gonna talk about kind of what we talked about is you don't bring a wife into. Yeah, he's it. gonna talk about the things he's gonna talk about. There's six things he says. Yep, six things you don't talk about in the locker room, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's important. I think 
there used to be a code in sports, and I'm, I think that code's being eroded. This this doesn't even just only apply to sports. It's kind of everything. It's like it, it's like you and I. When you and I banter and bicker back and forth, you don't bring up my kids. You don't bring up my wife. Yeah. I would never do that to you. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we're missing in the sports world too. And oh, I, for I think sure. I think that's what Warren's going to get at here a little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah, or yeah. trying to get at. Right. Warren, that works. Jamal Adams. Have you seen this? He's, he's beefing with some New York reporter and put out a, a tweet uh, dissing the man's wife or, you know, saying yikes about his... I, and then he doubled down on it. The media's like, hey, man, what are you doing? Y- y'all beefing and, and now you done brought this man's wife into it. Has, has Jamal... Yeah, that's, that's Jamal Adams tweeting out a picture of this reporter's wife and saying yikes. Uh, did Jamal Adams cross a line here, or is it all good in the social media? No, ain't no all good in this hood with that one, buddy. There's three things in the locker room. Other than three things on my football team, you don't bother, and that's the coach, the quarterback, and the kicker. There's three more things we do not discuss in the locker room, and that is your money because I can't make it or sign the contract, your kids because I don't want them little badasses over at my house and I can't <laughs> give them back, and your wife. You get one. You get one in the locker room, that that's mine. That's off limits. That we don't have discussions about that no way, shape, or form. And Mr. Adams, you, you way out of line. You don't know this man talking Super Bowl and, winning badass, by yeah. the way. And when he says you get one, he he doesn't mean one wife, he means yeah. you get one girl. Yeah. <laughs> like so yeah. that means if you don't have a wife, you're getting if it's your woman, we you can't get, talk you about can't your can't woman. We can talk about one. Yeah. We can talk about the side piece. If but. if you're gonna be if you're gonna be that guy, yeah. that's kind of what he's getting yeah, at. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. 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 Talking about this man, wife, y'all beefing? What the wife got to do with this? Yep. What? Come on, man. I, I did enjoy that. I, I just, I've been watching a lot more of Warren Sapp lately. Has he he's, been on Jason Whitlock a lot? Yeah, he's a regular guest on there now. I, lo- I love some of these figures that were prominent in their sport. Like, yeah. dude dude was a, he's a beast. fucking menace. And he, yeah, I mean, him and, and so Jason would be more along your and I lines mm-hmm. on the, just, I mean, we're fairly conservative, super. Yeah, but he was, the, he was on ESPN. He was on ESPN. He had to leave. He had to leave because of that. He's on the Blaze, right? Well, I was going to say, like, he's on the Blaze Blaze yeah. Network. Yep. But he's on, you can find him at Whitlock Jason on X. He's on Instagram. He's on YouTube. Right, but going YouTube to Blaze that. showed a lot, I think. Oh, yeah. He's, he's huge. For those of you that don't know what the Blaze is, can you... It's a conservative media outlet. Uh, got a lot of different conservative voices. Uh, it's a Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck is the one that started, main guy that started it. Uh, there's quite a few people on there. Uh, you can get a membership for it, or a lot of their stuff gets put on YouTube, Rumble, X. You're not going to get everything. Obviously, everything's got a little paywall. But Whitlock's more on the Christian conservative side that I like to be on. Uh, him and Warren Sapp are a really good tandem because they do they do disagree quite a bit on their podcast. And we disagree. I, I we love just hearing a second that. Ago yeah, for a second. Yeah, and I, and it's not nothing. And then they get right back into it, and yep. then they're going to be back the next week, and they're going to be like, "Oh well, we agree one hundred percent on this." Yep. Like, it, and it's it's good. It's a you got two good critical thinkers, and and Warren Sapp. That's what it me, takes is critical thinkers. Yeah, that can come back. No hold grudges, no nothing. Yeah, you talk about go. shit and you, and you move on. And you're done. Yeah. Uh, 
Warren, I, I'd never heard Warren Sapp until I started listening to him on, on Jason Whitlock. And yeah. he's funny. He's oh, good. Yeah. He reminds me of Charles Facial expressions, and yeah. Shaq. And almost, like, even, almost even more animated. Yeah, oh, he's way more animated because you couldn't see this. So you guys got to yeah, see yeah. this clip because he just starts off and like his face just lights up and it's like. Go, go follow Jason Whitlock on, yeah. on X. He's a really good. He's on a good YouTube, listener. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a former sports sports reporter. He's been in these locker rooms. He he's getting into the culture wars. Again, he calls it his fearless army. He's trying to make men like good yes. fearless men. Like he's gonna go from a godlet or a god a religious side of it, um, but it's more of a good moral foundation. He's not, he's not gonna what push he's religion to do. down your throat. A little bit. He does. I, I wouldn't mean, say, I wouldn't, Christianity. I wouldn't say it's pushing it down your throat. No, he doesn't. No, that, but it, and, he's and, coming from a Christian faith, right? Which is and that's totally fine. fine. I I'm just saying. That. I just I don't like ones that like are just like pushing it. You got to do it. Yeah, he ain't yeah, gonna yeah. push it down your throat. He's just talking about it's. We need more men. He's just more talking about fearless values, men values, with good morals, moral values. Right. And I, yeah, so I just I just wanted to bring that up, and and then the best part about it is so that all happened. And then this week, this last weekend, uh, last Sunday, good old Jamal Adams just got torched again. <laughs> Debo Samuel <laughs> made him look fucking miserable. So yeah. it the world I, works you in deserve mysterious that ways. shit. Like yeah. I, I just love it. It's like yikes. <laughs> That's funny. Next thing, and I I had a problem with this when I saw it because it didn't get any national news coverage when I had seen it originally. Uh, I hadn't my first, my first forte into this, this uh, news story was the second video or the third video. We're going to watch on it. There's the second one, second video. Yeah. Which came out on the seventh. Um, looks like this one they, came out on the seventh, but, but I didn't see it on the seventh. I saw it way later. Right. But I, I still don't think it was a widely, because it doesn't talked f- about topic. It doesn't fit a narrative. Yeah. It doesn't fit the narrative of a white white ring right wing person killing a bunch of minorities. So this is going to be the world news tonight on ABC. Uh this is about the UNLV shooting. Uh the suspect was identified as a 67-year-old uh professor at the university who went in and uh and, and did some bad stuff. So we'll, we'll listen to this, and then I'll, I'm, I may pause it and we'll talk, but let's, let's take a listen. Good evening, and it's great to have you with us here on a Thursday night. We do begin tonight with this dramatic video just in after the deadly campus shooting at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. The takedown of the gunman who was 67 and a longtime professor who was rejected for a job at the university's business school. Officers with guns drawn rushing into the building looking for the shooter as students were hiding in classrooms hearing the gunshots. This is the newly released surveillance video tonight, the moment officers took him down, finding him outside the building. The gunman chasing an officer around a patrol car, the officer then returning fire. Tonight, two of the dead now identified Patricia Navarro, an assistant professor in the accounting department, and Professor Cha Zheng Cheng, known as Jerry. Tonight, authorities say they were not intentionally targeted, but they did add the suspect did have a list. ABC's Whit Johnson leading us off tonight on the scene in Las Vegas. 
Tonight, authorities releasing this chilling video showing the moment the UNLV gunman was taken down by police. You see the suspect in the long coat armed with a handgun chasing one officer around a patrol car before that officer returned fire, killing the suspect. These two detectives are heroes. They risk their lives in order to save countless others. And as the sheriff pointed out, what could have been a bloodbath? Authorities revealing photos of the gunman's arsenal, including nine magazines. 67-year-old Anthony Polito was a former professor who had applied for a position at UNLV but was not hired. Police say they have 22 letters that the suspect sent to university personnel across the country. One letter contained an unknown white powder, and he had a list of people he was seeking at UNLV and his former university. All of the UNLV faculty members have been notified and all but one of the Carolina faculty members have been notified and that uh, individual has not been contacted because they're on an overseas flight. Paul Whittington was in one of Polito's classes at East Carolina where he taught for 15 years. And he kept a running log of every single negative thing that a student said about him. You know, one of the things that always stood out to me that made me uncomfortable was he would try to figure out who wrote the negative feedback. In his writings, Polito dove deep into conspiracy theories and mysteries, claiming he had decoded messages from the infamous Zodiac Killer. Authorities say it was Polito who yesterday, just before noon, launched his deadly rampage in UNLV's business school, opening fire with a handgun at victims on multiple floors. The first campus police officer on scene within one minute and 18 seconds. After hearing the first shots, senior Mike Henderson barricading himself in a classroom with others, then calling his father. I said, Dad, I have to go. If this is the last time we talk, I love you. And then I, I hung up the phone. Officers finally reaching Mike's classroom, leading them to safety outside. I saw someone who was face down. Um, it looked like he had been shot in the back. And tonight, we're learning about some of the victims. 39-year-old Patricia Navarro-Velez, an assistant professor in the accounting department, and 64-year-old professor Cha Jan Chang, known as Jerry. Police say none of the victims were among the suspects listed targets. And David, on the suspect's criminal past, police say he had a decades-old conviction for computer trespassing, but the gun he owned was purchased legally. They also say he was struggling financially. There was an eviction notice actually taped to his front door and that he'd applied to a number of jobs at Nevada universities, but was turned down at all of them. David. With Johnson on the scene in Los So... Sad is it's a sad I've, deal. I fucking hate that they they end that with the gun was purchased legally. No right. shit, it fucking was. Um, it should be legal to have a fucking gun. Um, that's a mental issue. That's clearly it, they kind of <laughs> alluded to that with his student saying he kept a running log of all bad comments. No, that's, that's 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 a red flag if you've ever seen a, well, red, that's flag. a red flag it's also a red flag that he was sending letters with a white powdery substance yeah like i don't think it has anything to do with him having a, a hand a, a handgun but i thought actually another concept of this is he did this with a handgun i thought weapons of war were the problem i thought it was ar-15 that's the reason that this is happening right just curious I don't know.
something seems a little fishy. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's, <laughs> I don't like, uh, I do not like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to downplay what happened. I feel absolutely terrible about the victims. And it's, it's a shame that people do die of this situation, but we're going to get into this with our next video. Um, one of our next videos. I don't understand why people don't put two and two together. They don't go to places they know they're going to get fucking shot back at. They go to gun-free zones. Yeah. They they go to soft targets. They know that they're going to kill somebody. They know they're they know they're going to die. It's a suicide, but they're right. going to take somebody with them. Like they, nobody has an an exit plan. They just they go and they're going to see what happens. I was trying to find what I I, I don't want to say what I was going to say. It's like I can't you find were looking I, for something. I can't find it. <clears throat> so I don't I don't want to call them out as uh, what I told you before the podcast. Gotcha. Yeah, because okay. I, I can't, can't find it. I can't find it. So I don't want to. I'm sure it's true. I'm sure it is, but I, I don't want to paint it in that light without having um, uh, the background. The I'm background sure it been, has been scrubbed. For That's what reason. we try to do here. Yeah, I, I don't want to. We're not going to do it. Yeah, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to say anything um, about it without being able to find it. So maybe we'll give you guys an update on it. But uh, we'll move into the next piece that uh, Vance Vance had found this one. So I'll let this him. is our this is our Lord and Savior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> who? <laughs> this is our Lord and Savior that knows everything about gun violence, <laughs> the Second Amendment, and the First Amendment. <laughs> he clearly knows our Constitution, yeah. our Bill of Rights. I mean, this guy, the most educated person I know in sports. And I'm going to ahead. preface this with what I was going to say is that there are a lot of professors out there that feel a certain way in our society. Um, and what I had read on this professor that he felt the same way. Yeah. That I. We're uh, just going to go off statistics. You have an 80% chance that he's that leaning. Agreed. But I also had seen some Marxist things. Yeah. Um, so. Again. An 80% chance that I know. he's a Marxist. So I'm not going to come out and blatantly say it, but there are some things that I had read that that was yeah. the case. Not surprising. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted, I to, mean, pre I wanted uh, to preface it with that because this is going to yeah. get into the... Speaking of Marxist. Yeah. Here, here we go here from the, our leading sports Marxist right here. We're the only ones who keep dealing with this same story, the same conversation every single time it happens, and, and it just continues to happen, and, you know... The ability to get a gun, the ability to, <clears throat> you know, to do these things over and over and over, and there's been no change is literally ridiculous. It makes no sense that we continue to use, lose innocent lives, and <clears throat> you know, on campuses, on schools, at shopping markets, and you know, movie theaters, and all type of stuff. It's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and the fact that we haven't changed anything. It's actually been a lot easier to actually be able to, to own a firearm. Um, it's, it's, it's stupid. We're the only ones who keep dealing with this same story, the same conversation it every single time replaying. it happens, and, and it just continues to happen. When he says it's just gotten easier to own a gun, as it should be, as it says in the Second Amendment, shall not be infringed. But it actually hasn't gotten easier. No, it has. We've been making huge strides uh, nationally. And 
in certain places, no. Um, nationally, the Second Amendment has been winning and will take small victories. Um, they're still trying to do random things there with still registration. Things in, there are still and, things in place hoping to make it so that somebody like that maybe doesn't get it. I get, I get that um, they maybe got it. I don't. I was. I have no problem with that guy being able to buy a gun. It's my personal opinion. Uh, my personal opinion. I think every. I think a well-armed population is the safest populace. I agree with you on that. I, like I, more people. I do. The problem is these people. They'll get a gun. Them. Yeah. They're mental. They'll get a gun, and they're gonna go to a place that somebody doesn't else doesn't have, have a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to get through these people's heads. And and to be if more people are trained and his shit is so fucking condescending. And I will say though, they said that the campus he, police got there in a in a minute eighteen. That's damn good. Why wasn't it fucking taken care of until he was outside the building and yeah. got shot by the police officers, yeah. which didn't get there? And so that's the thing that I caught right away that I was like, well, I don't fucking mean anything because if they're there in a minute eighteen and he got out of the building right. twenty minutes later, well, they meant, the they, fuck were you doing? They for may not minutes? have been armed. Campus police may not have been armed with a firearm. May not have been armed and may have not given a fuck. That too. And they're just saying it. Like that's... But arm the campus police. That's my thing too. Arm everybody. Yeah, that too. And stop making them gun-free zones. Gun-free zones are the easiest target to kill. Right. And his condescent or his uh, virtue signaling, ah, we shouldn't have guns. This motherfucker is guarded to the teeth, I guarantee you. With guns. Lots of guns. Most people that say things like he's saying do have security where Lots of security. Um, and that, the defense, especially with who he is. Yeah. There, there's a, I forget, is it a House representative or a senator that's fighting for um, not having guns anywhere. Jesus. And has... Like it's like seventy five thousand dollars a month in, in security. Armed security. Oh my god! Because it's 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 Go protection for me, not yourself. for you. Yeah. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Go, fuck yourself. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Sorry, a little that's, tangent. That's gonna be our that's new a, little deal. That's it. Yeah, it is. It's a good one. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Right? Do you need to get one? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, here you, you get into this one. You you found this one. <clears throat> I I just noticed this. Uh, going into school shootings. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Prefaces: We are going to talk about race, but it's the yep. truth. It's it's true it's statistics. True, true statistics. We don't have any skin in the game of saying like, oh, this is why. This is whatever. This is because just true statistics. When I first saw this, I saw a bunch of, oh, it must be a white guy, must be a white guy, must be a white guy. And then, like I talked about, now we're not really finding much because they stopped talking about it because it isn't the white guy. Right. He was not, he looked to be a Hispanic guy some of some origin. Um, uh, but here we're getting, uh, we've got this uh, X post from Elijah Schaefer. Just saying. Another one you should probably go follow. Yeah. Uh, white people are so dangerous, uh, obviously being, uh, um, what, what, 
joking. I mean, he's basically being, he's joking. He's, he's with a mad face at the end. Of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, again, I'm going to preface this with, we're not trying to be like, we're just trying to don't do anything. Yeah. Cause it is, it's the it's, second highest. We're the second highest. Yeah. It's the second highest, but it's the largest population, largest right. percentage of the population. Um, yes. But basically, so what it's saying is school shootings in 2023 by race. Uh, I can we, read it for you if you want. Oh, yeah, you can go ahead and do it. Yeah, I can read it, I can read it for you. Yep. So by race, uh, white is, so we're going to go by shootings is four. Shooters. By oh, shooters. Shooters. Yep. Shooters is four. Deaths is 10. Injuries is two. Going into black. That's So that's white people that were killed, white people that were injured. Yep. This is going to be uh, black, 35 shooters, 18 deaths, and 49 injuries. Okay. Hispanic was four shooters, one death, four injuries. Asian was one shooter, one death. And my biggest thing here is that Hispanics get a lot of flack, too. Yeah. Not just white people. Correct. And Hispanics, Asians, and white, yeah. One person, one demographic doesn't, but. And we're not trying to say anything, but we're we're just going off the stats. And most of those, it doesn't say where, most of those happen in. Inner cities. Inner cities in probably. Democrat controlled. Democrat controlled in probably three different spots. L.A., Baltimore or Chicago. Yeah. Most likely. I, we don't know that. I, I'm going to assume that because we would have, if we were going to bet, those were the highest odds to bet. Yep. Uh, we don't know that for a fact because this this uh, fa- this graph is not showing that. Um, and so we don't know for sure, but I'm. it's pretty safe to say it's all blue. Blue city, blue state, yep. UNLV, blue city, blue With state. With some of the most gun control. Yeah. Yep. Exactly, just like Chicago, Baltimore, same shit, same story, different day, same Baltimore shit. Baltimore Murderland. Yep. Chirac. It is the, uh, and I think it's still up there. Baltimore is the highest murder per capita. It could be. I don't remember. I know that like the top five cities are all democratically controlled and have been Baltimore, Democrat controlled for Chicago, seventy years. St. Louis, Detroit, Detroit. I don't um, remember what the fifth one is, but well, doesn't that, matter. Those four are enough. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's it's just I just keep wanting to say like we're not we're not gun control is not the answer. No, and we're not trying to shine any kind of light on on the stats. That's not what we're trying to do. Just more people need to realize the stats. The stats. Yeah. What they actually are. Yep. So I'm going to move into this one. Um, I kind of found it disturbing. We, we talked about the testimony last week. Yep. The... <clears throat> um, anti-semitism yep. conversation they were having yep and the three professor her three presidents of harvard penn and what who was harvard, harvard penn, penn and and massachusetts oh, yeah. institute MIT. Of, mit yep um 
so this was SNL, and we we've, we've talked about SNL before on this on this podcast. Uh, they're very distasteful. Yeah, um, woke is not funny. It's really not funny. hasn't hasn't, hasn't been, been funny. funny. Since 2020, look at me rhyming. It wasn't funny in 2020. Right. But, like, it's been proven to not fucking be funny and not be profitable. They decided to just go ahead and double down on that shit. Yeah, they doubled down here. This is a long video. I uh, This was their cold open to Saturday Night Live this last weekend. So if any of you guys still watch that garbage show, it does have some light spots. Um, I've seen some funny ones. Usually you can find it on Twitter. Did we watch the... Did we watch the uh, Deion Sanders one? Is that did I have? We have that on the episode. We didn't watch it. That one was actually super fucking funny. Some stuff is pretty funny. That one was when they do it the right way. This is not. So this is not funny. I had also seen. This is funny to me that they thought it would be funny, right? And they're just burying themselves by doing it. So if you guys are are fans of us, know you guys who knows Cecily Strong is. She does. A lot of the skits, um, and she can be funny. I'm not. She, I'm not her biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, but she actually had come out afterwards and saying that she felt this was too far. This was too far, and, and it, she and she denied to play. She was supposed to play the uh, the representative, Elise Stefanik. Yeah. And she and she denied to do it. Um, we're gonna. It's a six minute video. We'll uh, we'll see how. We'll see how much we play, but if if it's, uh, I'm, I'm gonna play it. We're, we're gonna find out later. Is Taylor Swift now dating Marco Rubio? But first, <laughs> testimony from three university presidents funny. on the subject of anti-Semitism on college campuses. Thank you. We're joined today by the heads of three of our most esteemed universities: the president of MIT, Sally Kornbluth. I've never been more afraid to be anywhere. The president of UPenn, Elizabeth McGill. Can I just resign now? Not yet. And the president of Harvard, Dr. Claudine Gay. Thank you. Dr. Gay, would you like to do a quick joke about your name to get it out of the way? I would. Dr. Gay sounds like a Molly dealer on Fire Island. Thank you. Now, I'll turn it over to mega superstar Elise Stefanik from New York, who's been pacing the hall. That right there. Mega superstar. (laughs) She's just asking fucking questions about literally calling for the genocide of Jews. Always listening to Lose Yourself by Eminem. (laughs) Miss Stefanik. Thank you, chairwoman. Now, I'm going to start screaming questions at these women like I'm Billy Eichner. Anti-Semitism, yay or nay? I'm sorry, what? Yes or no? It's co- so this bothered me because that doesn't even remotely sound close to how that... No, and I can already tell why Cecily Strong didn't want to play this role. I didn't watch this yet. You haven't seen this yet? I didn't even watch it because I, I wanted, I wanted to play it live so I could get heated on the podcast. This bitch never listened to the fucking the hearing. Not no. one fucking word of it. No. At least, at least they could have made the mic pop. Yeah, can we hear that? to make to make it a little more realistic? Yeah, but no, we said on the podcast last week she was pretty calm. Not just not. I don't want to use the word calm, but because she wasn't. She was this. Vis- no, she was not this. She was nor she didn't sound like that whatsoever. Nor was she yelling. Yeah, but she was visibly distraught. 
Yes. And getting visibly frustrated. Yes. 100%. And we said that last week. Yep. And uh, th- th- this is already pissing me off. So it's, it's, we'll, we'll keep it's playing. It's only going to get worse. That's fine. Calling for the genocide of Jews against the code of conduct for Harvard. Well, it depends on the context. <gasps> what? <laughs> that can't be your answer, you pen lady. Same question, yes or no? Well, we are serious about stopping all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. <laughs> The second one, MIT lady, chance to steal. And keep in mind, if you don't say yes, you're going to... They made her sound like she had a problem with Islamophobia. Phobia. Yeah. Like, no, I have a problem with you fucking calling for the genocide of a yeah. one nation. Not just that. Just They put her in such a... It's cartoony. It's not... It's just... I wouldn't even call it cartoony. It's... um. I don't know how to say it. it do, it's not... It's unfunny. I'm just going to keep using the word distasteful. It's unfunny. Like, things can be funny. If they would have done this a make different f- way. Yeah, you could make it funny. You could make it funny. You could so doing the high pitched the, the yeah, the the voice inflection, the mm-hmm. all that shit is you didn't listen to the the testimony. And they're not mo- like they're mocking both sides a little bit. I can see it. Because they're they are mocking the context thing. They're mocking a little the, bit. <clears throat> but they they really ostracized her. Elise Stefanik, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, gonna make me look good, which is really really hard to do. So I'll ask you straight up: Do you think genocide is bad? Could I submit an answer in writing at a later date? Can Am you I go fuck yourself? Somebody pinch me, Miss <laughs> Stefanik. Your time is up. Oh, thank God. The chair the chair recognizes gentlemen from Michigan. Thank you. I yield my time back to Mr. Stefanik. That was the only thing I thought was funny. That was funny. I am here today because hate speech has no place on college campuses. Hate speech belongs in Congress, on Elon Musk's Twitter, in private dinners with my donors, and in public speeches by my work husband, Donald Trump. <laughs> so, Dr. Gay, simple question. Laugh track, by the way. Is it acceptable oh, that's for students to use anti-Semitic language? On this subject, I'd like to speak not from the heart, but from the thesaurus. So, uh, that that, that's of hateful speech is personally abhorrent to me. And could you rephrase that in an even more academic way? Sure. That variety of odious oration is vis-a-vis me repugnant. I will say she actually played her very well. Yeah. The, the other two, not so no, much. But that, the that, that was a good, was rep- good representation of what she, how she played off the... Yeah. yeah. Now, what measures are you taking to protect Jewish students at Harvard? We're taking precautions to protect all students, Jewish students, Muslim students. <laughs> Again, uh, just the first one. That is not what she did. Never, not one time did she fucking pit one against. Nor the other. did she uh, interrupt them. Nope. This is personal for me. While I am not Jewish, I'm Roman Catholic. Some of my closest friends are. Also Roman Catholic. <laughs> so, you pen lady, would you say that you are anti, 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 anti-Semitic? 
I'm sorry, can you tell me how many antis that was? <laughs> I will not. You're asking us questions that seem very unfair. Ah. Right, I'm done with this. It's miserable. <clears throat> I told you it was miserable. It's I not know. funny. I just, no, I just, yeah. Even we paused on a on a shitty frame. <laughs> uh, it's... I thought the same thing. Honestly, I, 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 I saw a retweet of it by Tim Pool, and his comment was, this is absolutely hilarious that they're doubling down and just burying themselves in woke shit. And it, it, I get what he's saying. It's hilarious that they don't see that it's not funny. They just not? don't see How do you it. not? How are they still getting funding to? I have no idea. I don't know how to answer that. Couldn't tell you. Uh, One of them got fired. They're saying resigned. resigned. No, but she, she, she was fired. Uh, they're backing Harvard. The, the um, Gay, whatever her first name was. Yeah, she's actually it's she's kind of in a firestorm. They've now doubled down. Harvard has doubled down with her. Yeah, but she's in a firestorm from other people bringing up all her plagiarisms, all yeah. her doctorates, her theses, all this shit. She's clearly and the, she and the is, pen lady's actually the one that you said was like um, you thought she really didn't know what the word you used like wanted to kill Jews. <laughs> yeah, like. She, she was indifferent or something. I don't, I don't no, you, remember what I, I said. You, I think you went all in on She was the one you been. went all in on. Oh, she was calling for it. She said she wouldn't do anything and until I, it I, became. I, I didn't back her, but I was like, oh, maybe she didn't mean it that way. That was the one. She Is she the one that said that she wouldn't, uh, it doesn't get into it until it becomes yes. uh, action? Yes. Well, action is killing. Yes. Like, that's when. She's be, the one. She's yeah, the one. I didn't remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. The good fallout is these. <laughs> the thing that's funny is these institutions require or depend a lot on their alumni donors. Mm-hmm. Guess what? A lot of their alumni donors are Jewish, right? And uh, there's a lot of them pulling money, and we're gonna get into. I don't think he's Jewish, but. We found we came across this clip of El Presidente um, talking about what he's now going to do um, with Harvard after after this and her plagiarism and everything like that. And he's the owner of Barstool Sports. Where did the plagiarism come from? Because it wasn't like it was just plagiarism. It was like pulling from Marxist. Well, workings. yes, but she f- she literally plagiarized and passed him off as her own. But it was in Marxist works. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to listen to El Presidente, which is Dave Portnoy, if you don't really know. And it's um, not a uh, not a pizza review. It's not, this is not a pizza review. <laughs> this is not a one-bite challenge. No. Not hire anyone from Harvard, UPenn, or MIT until the school's dean stepped down. Has anyone from these schools applied to work with you? Yeah, well, after I, first of all, we already have Harvard grads, so they're they're grandfathered in. But uh, in the Penn Dean, President McGill, she stepped down. Uh, yeah, a lot of people reached out, but I, you know, I think it's not only me. I think a lot of leaders have to do it. It was disgusting what those uh, deans and presidents did under oath. 
Uh, makes no sense to me. I don't know how, if you can't condemn genocide, I don't care whether we're talking Jews, Muslims, any group of people, then you don't deserve to be, you know, in a position of power. You got to get out. What about free speech? Does that come into this? Yeah, listen, um, is Hitler allowed to say, I want to kill the Jews, I want to kill the Jews, I want to kill the Jews, right up till he kills the Jews? Uh, I, I would say no. That's what they're saying you can do in this country. There's a difference between free, free speech and hate speech. And when you're endangering people and causing harm, I think you've got to put a stop to it. It's called common sense. Okay. <laughs>
Oh, it's in the Omaha Archdiocese. So it, is it Fort Fort Calhoun? Fort Calhoun. Um, about four or five o'clock in the morning, uh, some people broke into a church. Uh, tried to break into the rectory, and I'm assuming they were trying to steal donations because um, there's obviously donations or there's a lot of cash. Uh, priest was living there. <clears throat> First time I've seen that. Uh, the priest was obviously there. Priests usually live on site uh, close close to the church. Don't know exactly where he was at, blah, blah all that type of super information. But he came across the guy broke in uh, and ended up getting stabbed to death. And uh, it, I guess it was one man that broke in, but yeah, he got stabbed to death and uh, ended up dying from the wounds. Um, uh, Reverend he, Stephen, I'm going to say gut cell. I think. Uh, yeah. Gut cell. Yeah. Something like I that. Sorry, should we say his name? Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. They forty three years old. Or no, he was no. The 67. suspect was forty three. The sixty seven year old priest. Um. The 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 police showed up and found the priest bleeding out, as well as the forty three forty three year old uh, uh savage animal. But yeah, it's just sad, uh, and it it's it hits home being you know close here in nebraska uh, and say what you want about uh say what you want about religion and stuff like that but uh, uh a lot of uh he's clearly an un- un- unarmed again goes back to soft targets to me uh people attack people attack things that they know they're not uh at complete they're not at imminent danger to be shot back at to be murdered that type of thing they look at look at easy ways easy prey um i don't really have much more to say about it unless you want to say more about it it just sickens me a little bit i i don't know it goes back to don't go after kids yeah don't go after wives don't go after elderly don't go after Italy. Don't go after the fucking church. Yeah. Like, don't go after anybody. Yeah. But, like, come on. Let's, there couldn't have been that much money in there anyway. You wouldn't think so. Um, I would. Not, and, not, not enough to. Today's day and age, you would think they'd get that. They, I mean, there's night drop boxes to yeah, banks. Nobody cares. Nobody there's carries no cash. cash anymore. There ain't very much cash. Unless you go to a pawn shop. Yeah. And. Yeah, they go get very theirs. far and few between, but they have security. Yeah, they have Good security. Luck. They don't. You don't see. You don't see a uh, an article about a pawn shop getting fucking. Mostly because I'm guessing they're packing. Of course they're packing. <laughs> that is not a gun. Not only they're packing, they have security measures in place. Yeah. To deter that. Yes, exactly. I don't know. This one got me too. I mean, when I saw it, I was. Uh, Kai heard about this one. I don't always try to bring up too much to her when it comes to news because she's got enough enough going on going on. And yeah. I, I was <clears throat> I was visibly distraught on this one. Uh, I don't even have the words. I, I don't. I don't. This one I don't have a lot to say uh, about just because we kind of talked about like how yeah it, it's it's uh it shook me a little bit and uh, it like I said here, it hits close to home. Like if I maybe saw this in L.A. 
Chicago, places we talked about. Yep. But they happened in our own backyard. And just the, the, I don't know. It's just nonsense. It's shitty. Sorry, guys. I, I just don't, I don't want to say I, the wrong thing here either. So I'm, I'm trying to watch what I say to a certain extent. And it's just all going to go back to the same thing. Like, like the, the, the useless violence. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not fun. Moving on. <laughs> uh, I found a clip this week. So if, if you guys don't follow the, the vigilant Fox, I've, I've come to find out, um, they, they post some really cool stuff. They, they post, uh, do you follow them at all? I do not follow them. So you I'm going to have to now because they do also post it weekly. The top 10 things that you didn't see on, uh, mainstream media. Really? Yeah. And ag- again, for that. it's one of those that you gotta go look through. You gotta look through it because some of it's going to be wishy-washy. Yeah. You know, obviously like we always say, some of they're going to, they're going to create their narrative yeah, on it. Do your research, yeah. but it, a lot of it has come to light, come and, to light. And, and, been, and been true. Um, so, th- but this one is an old. Um, so I remember we're talking about this this video that we're going to show. I remember this episode of Joe Rogan with Alex Jones and Joe Rogan, and this is kind of this is kind of fitting because Alex Jones is now allowed back on Twitter. Elon Musk just, up, just this weekend, just reinstated this weekend, and again, uh, you know, agree with him, disagree with him. I think his voice needs to be heard. More people need to. It's not he. He doesn't do anything to. Uh, he's not calling for violence against anybody, and he, I would say he's right eighty percent of the time. Ends up being right usually. And and for those of you who don't know who Alex Jones is, you're gonna hear things about him. The conspiracy, he's a conspiracy theorist. theorist. He's a wacko, hoaxer, blah blah blah, whatever. But and the reason he go, he's animated, super animated, very animated. But the reason he got kicked off of Twitter was because he had brought up, and he. I think he does his research. Extremely. Now, he I'm comes, not, comes with receipts a lot of a times. A lot. And I'm not going to say that he was right in what I'm going to say he got banned for. Okay? Because I think it's... Until you have maybe some better receipts, maybe don't discuss maybe don't this it. the way you do. But it was the... Uh, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. He, um, he thought it but was But he a, made a, f- a few comments here and there. Um most of, I mean, they're not crazy. I mean, but you didn't hear much coming out saying like defending, defending him or Sandy defending, Hook. Oh, yeah, but and then all of a sudden they Except did. And they for the, sued him for the, a billion dollars. Parents sued him a billion dollars yeah. for a billion dollars with no trial. Right. The judges said, "Yeah, we're gonna have was we're gonna have a trial to figure out how right. much you get. Oh, you're you're owed." Now, obviously, Vance and I both would hate hate if Sandy Hook was not real. Yeah. But again, I'm on the side and I've said uh, it's becoming more and more apparent to me that I question fucking everything. Everything. I don't care what it is. I question everything. So that's just some back, back context. One of the reasons is this video right this, here. This, this video is from that's 2019. Why, that's why I wanted to bring up the Sandy Hook thing because there has been so many things that Alex Jones, and this is 2019. 
Yeah. So do you want to watch watch the video first or say and say what Joe said, or do you want to say what Joe said and then watch the Let's video? Let's watch the video. Gotcha. You can revitalize and rehabilitate someone's image in a way that is pretty shocking. Look at the way people look at Alex Jones now, because Alex Jones has been on my podcast a few times. The people that have watched those podcasts yeah. think he's hilarious, and they think that he definitely fucked up with that whole Sandy Hook thing, um, but he's right more than he's wrong, and he's not an evil guy. He's just a guy who's had some psychotic breaks in his life. He's had some genuine mental health issues that he's addressed. He's had some serious bouts of alcoholism, some serious bouts of, you know, substance abuse, and they've contributed to some very poor thinking. But if you know the guy, if you get to know him, like I have, I've known him for more than 20 years. And if you know him on podcasts, you realize like he is genuinely trying to unearth some things that are genuinely disturbing for most people. Like this is a guy that was telling me about Epstein's uh, island fucking decade ago, at least. He was telling me about it. I was like, what? You're telling me there's a place where they bring elites to compromise them with underage girls and they film them. Really? Like what? Cut the fuck out of here. Yeah. He's like, no, President Clinton's been there. Everyone's been there. I'm like, what? It sounds like nonsense. He does such a good and impression. Not only is it true, but people keep getting fucking murdered for it. Did you see that latest Clinton advisor that got murdered about yep. it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hung with an extension cord, shot himself in the chest 30 miles from his house, and they're calling it a suicide. Yeah. You can. Yeah, it's, it's a. Uh, this is going back to the Epstein thing. A decade. So this was done people in 2019. This, this interview was in 2019, and he was telling Joe Rogan about this a decade before that, so 2009. <laughs> I, I listened to the Joe Rogan and uh, it was Joe Rogan and Alex Jones talking about the the uh, the island and uh, how they would it's basically a satanic worship where they would take they will um, they'll make you do one sin or one corrupt thing and then it'll make you do one step further for one more corrupt thing and then you just keep doing more and more and more and then finally they got you and you have to do whatever the fuck you want they want you to do and, and jones has been on this for for like you like he said uh, now 15 years 20 16 20 years two decades now basically <clears throat> uh just uh, uh <laughs> crazy it's absolutely crazy. But yeah, going into the, the Epstein thing. Uh, this kind of shit makes you question everything. Right? Absolutely. Question <clears throat> everything. And As we'll, well we should. Question why. Question every single motherfucker with power. Yeah. Why they wouldn't. What What is your reasoning for not releasing the Epstein client list? Because yeah. if you are against it, you're on that fucking list. And I'm I'm done I'm done thinking you're not at this point. If you think it shouldn't be released, you're on it. Yep. And now this is now that's the test that's the Rorschach test now. Yep. Now I assume you're on it and you're a pedophile. I completely agree. And I hope that Alex comes out with some more stuff. I love. I just love that there's places like the Vigilant Fox and the other places that we follow on on X, that, for the most part. I catch a few things, obviously, like I said, you, you got to really piece, piece stuff together. 
But for the most part, a lot of it is fact. Yeah. Um, not everything. And like and you see Alex like, embellishes some stuff. But Oh, yeah. Well, he, he reminds me of a Trump. He's hyperbolic. Yeah. I mean, some people tell me I'm the best. Not everybody, but some people say I'm the best, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that's... That's the type of shit that uh, they both kind of do a little bit, and, and that's fine. You don't have to take everybody at their their word. Um, not everybody's going to be on 100% of the time. Sometimes it's the gist of it. If you can listen to the gist of somebody's uh, overall thesis or concept or conversation, yeah. you can piece together what's really going on. Yeah. And, again, we know uh, this podcast hasn't been the most listened to compared to the other one but we do love the listeners that are out there yeah. uh, we have had some feedback that uh, people love that there are like-minded thinkers still in nebraska that are trying to make change yep um and we, we are genuinely trying to just just get you guys information that maybe you don't see yeah, and you don't have to take our word for it or our yeah. opinion or make your own opinion, but yeah. at least look into it. At least look into a couple different sources of it. But just know that we're genuinely doing this because one, one, we wanted to do it, and two, because we just, we we don't think there's enough. I'm trying to think of the right word. Enough wholehearted, genuine people that want to actually get a word out on yeah. some of this stuff i could see that we're not looking for like obviously we ask you guys to give us comments and clicks and follows yeah. and blah, blah blah but we're not doing this for that we're yeah. not trying to like the content we give you isn't for clicks it is to genuinely give you guys information we believe it and we i mean we're not gonna we're, i'm not trying to feed you some bullshit and tell you what i believe um except for 11 and 3 but uh, that was bullshit. That's <laughs> conspiracy theory. Again, I'm going to tell you, I don't believe anything. It, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the cabal yeah. said, Vance, you can't have nice things. Right. Speaking of that, the fucking rule aid is strong this week. Yeah, get, do your rant. Oh, okay. let, me, let, me get, let me give you some. <laughs> so we're going to end this. I know a lot of people have said, I got to stop talking about the Huskers because they lose every time I do. But, you know. I'm here. I'm here for it. We're going to get two fucking five-star quarterbacks this weekend. By this time <laughs> next week, we're going to have uh, Kyle McCord. We're going to have Dylan Riola all signed for Nebraska and ready to be here and fucking fully committed. We're going to have a receiver from Ohio State. We're going to have Travis ATN's little brother. Hell yeah. And we're running out of Kool-Aid in the state of Nebraska. I'm telling you, I'm yeah. drinking all of it. All the sugar. <laughs> Speaking of Roulade. If we don't get that, if we don't get any of those, worst case scenario, this is what's going to happen. The coolest thing about this is that we're not going to announce this on the Touching Base podcast. Announce what? What I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> so all you useless assumptions uh, diehards that are actually going to hear this episode... On December 23rd, Vance and I are going to go see the main attraction at the District Event Center, yep. Carlos Mencia. 
at seven bells. Yep. And then after this wonderful comedian, we're going to walk 25 feet <laughs> to district table and tap. And Vance <clears throat> is going to be wearing his bet shirt. Yeah. Super excited about that. And I absolutely love it. Every single one of you <laughs> should come join us. It'll be fun. Uh, come give Vance some shit. Yeah, might get a few, you, you. You know, <laughs> if if you show up and you and you mention the podcast, maybe get a drink bottle for you. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I'm gonna be pretty miserable. Uh, but he's no, not, he's good, not gonna be, be happy. He'll be a good, good sport. sport. But uh, if you do show up, if you do show up, you have to give me shit. You have um, to give him shit, and you have to. Because everybody knows I fucking hate Iowa. So yeah. here's what we should do. <laughs> if you read the shirt, I haven't said what the shirt said. Oh, you haven't said it yet. I haven't said it yet. So if you, if you show up, you read a shirt, and you do change his mind, <laughs> you'll get a drink bought for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. December 23rd, District Table and Tap. I'm assuming the show go from like probably an hour, hour and yeah, a half. I'm guessing. We'll probably be there about 8.30. Nine-ish. Nine-ish. Um, probably be pretty I'm going to try to get Andrew to let us have a couple tables uh, towards the kitchen. Yeah. Because we got some people that are going to come, some supporters already we know that are coming. Yep. Uh, but you guys listening, coming out. Come have have fun. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a good time. We'll we'll give each other shit and yeah. do a little bit well, of fun. We will also release the uh, related shirts that we have done. Yep. You'll come. You'll see those. You'll see those on me and so they get literally to wear everybody else. Yeah, I don't. We may eventually let Vance wear his. He might bring both <laughs> shirts. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be a not, not looking forward to coming it. out. Come see him because we're probably going to put those up for sale. Um, yep. At some point. Support the podcast. Uh you got you guys have, have you guys have supported us. Yeah, we've appreciated it. It's been a good time. Oh, so much. Uh, we get excited every time we see. Yeah, you know, we ha- we haven't gone a day without a, a new listener. Exactly on either po- on either yeah. podcast. It's been fun. Um, the other thing I wanted to say too is just keep you know keep engaging. I know I say that every every yeah. time, but keep engaging with both podcasts. Uh, I'm gonna let it slip here too. We, we we're doing a little bit of a a giveaway on Adam's podcast. Oh yeah, and we did have one person do it. Do we? Yeah, we're we're gonna, good. We may start doing that more. So y'all need to listen. So to you got to listen to the end to of the, the podcast. We're gonna throw to, in a little to do Easter the eggs. Uh, to do the Easter eggs. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but go listen to Adam's yeah. Adam Olson's uh, Touching Base podcast and uh, do what do what we say. Yeah, it's, it'll be good. Can't do anything wrong. Nope. Go engage, like, you know, subscribe to each whatever platform you listen to. Engage with our podcasts or engage with our uh, our posts and stuff. Yep. The more shares, and honestly, we love the shares. It's the it's the comments, the likes, and the engagement yep. on the post that actually. Uh, yeah, we love the we love the messages and everything too. But put those on put those on the comments. Those are yeah, fun we get too. I, we get a lot of DMs, um, which I get, and everybody wants to. Uh, put their name out there. Put their name out there and stuff, and and which is fine. But if if you if you thoroughly enjoy it, uh, throw a comment. Yeah, down. You can still message us, but throw a comment yeah. underneath the the episode. Yep, and be like, ah, oh, fucking love that shit. <laughs> you know, whatever. 
Whatever you say. You guys are fucking idiots. But you guys have said some heartfelt stuff. Oh, yeah. Actually, the messages that I've got, I'm not going to say any names, but the messages that I've received and the the feedback in person that I've received has been nothing but good good and positive and amazing. I just think more people would listen if there was a few more comments and and, and reviews uh, on Facebook. So appreciate it. There's my rant. We love, we love you guys. Yeah. And we enjoy doing this. We're going to do it to 20 listeners. We're going to do it to, you know, whatever. Yeah. One. Keep going. One listener. I'm a, even I'm if a it's listener. just our parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we love doing this. So <clears throat> we love you guys. We will, uh, we will catch you guys next time.